We took these plants to a nursing home. We're feeling lonely or having a hard time. A woman I spoke to was telling me that she felt incarcerated and that her family is not able to visit her as much as she would like. And it was really touching for me. Just enjoy spending time with her. It's just, it's hard to describe. It was just part of life where you make connections and interact with people. And I was so excited to learn later that they were having growing contests with their plants and bringing them back downstairs. And that was really a cool thing for me. Welcome to the Heartwork Network, a conscious, caring community network. I'm your host, Amanda, and this space was created to bring together local non-for-profits and future volunteers. Thanks for tuning in and hope you enjoy the show. Hello, Heartwork listeners. Today I have a very special treat for you. If you love playing with flowers, giving flowers, or are just looking for ways to offer a healing hand to a stranger in need of care, this is going to be the perfect organization for you and your family. Okay, let's get on with the show. Today I have Andrea Lutz, the Executive Director of Random Acts of Flowers, to share how we can start getting involved with the patient care community today. Andrea, thank you so much for being on today's show. Well, thank you so much for having me. I'm super excited to tell our listeners all the things about Random Acts of Flowers. You guys have such a beautiful and special organization and just so many unique ways that listeners can start getting involved. So I always like to start the show with our listeners learning a little bit more about their guests. Can you tell our listeners maybe where you get your heart from? Actually, my background was in international development, and I took some trips around the world. Um, my family is very philanthropic, and we were raised to care for the world, to care for people, and that we should use our gifts and talents to serve others. Um, So that has always been part of my upbringing. But as I kind of grew up, I really started to love plants. And I recognized this connection between gardening, getting your hands dirty, watching a plant grow, uh, watching it die, uh, really had an impact on my own personal mood, my energy level, my attention. And so um, when I sort of saw this position with Random Acts of Flowers that was sort of a marriage between you know, developing programs, giving back to the community, and really increasing someone's exposure to plants and flowers. I just couldn't believe it. Yeah, it seems like such a great fit. I understand you are the executive director, so tell us a little bit about your role and what that entails in bringing volunteers and also random acts of flowers gifts to the community. Yeah, so we're a very small organization. We have two full-time staff and one part-time driver who kind of is our eyes, ears, face, nose, mouth, everything. Um, But really, my role is to build connections in the community and also do some strategic planning, add more programs, and really just get our name out there so that our program director can do what she does best, which is flowers in, flowers out, and everything in between. And where do you get your flowers from? So our flowers come from anywhere you can think. We get flowers from grocery stores, wholesale florists, weddings, events, memorials, and most recently we've started working with some more national partners to get larger quantities of flowers that might even still be out on sale in grocery stores. So looking at working with carriers and larger distributors and also even growers. Wow, it seems like you guys have such a beautiful outreach. If somebody were having a wedding or an event and I had tons of leftover flowers not to use, would I be able to contact Random Acts of Flowers to donate those flowers? Yes, we get requests all the time to repurpose flowers from events. So we have uh, developed a 
model on our website that you can click and go see um, where we will work with whoever you'd like us to work with. We'll pick up the flowers. We bring them back to our workshop in Evanston. Everything gets disassembled. If it doesn't last, if it might not last for a few days more, we'll compost it here on site. Otherwise, we'll make uh, new bouquets and then we'll hand deliver them to people in area healthcare facilities. And recently we started doing this a little bit more where we send pictures and acknowledgements and write the family's name on delivery cards. And that's kind of part of the, the gift as well, that if you're a bride or groom, we'll send you a card that recognizes your gift to the community so that when the bouquet is in the hands of maybe a hospital patient at Heinz Veterans Hospital, for example, they'll know it's because, you know, you celebrated your love that's giving them that gift. Oh, that's really, really special. So we have all of these flowers coming in, and I know a little bit later in the show you're going to tell us all the unique ways that we can get involved, but what communities do you serve, and what really is the passion around this organization's mission? Well, we're three years old. Random Acts of Flowers is a national organization that launched 10 years ago, but the Chicagoland branch is just three years old in January, and so when we first started, we did ask ourselves, what is our footprint going to be? Because there's an endless supply of hospitals, nursing homes, people to serve that could really use the emotional boost of flowers. So we kind of stick within a half hour radius, um, but we always exceed that. We've been to Naperville, we've been up to Wadsworth and Wisconsin. I mean, but really our core service area is around maybe 45 minutes of Evanston. Excellent. And I know that there is a very beautiful story behind how Random Acts of Flower began. Can you go ahead and tell our listeners sure, about that? Sure, sure. So our founder and CEO, his name is Larson J. Um, about 10 years ago, a little over 10 years ago, he had a near fatal accident and ended up in the hospital for quite some time. And he had an outpouring of, of support from, from friends, family, and acquaintances. But what really struck him kind of during this time, and he was in his mid-30s, was that everyone sent flowers and he had never gotten flowers before and it was this beautiful reminder whenever he came in from a procedure whenever a doctor came in with notes that you know these flowers were there that people were telling him that they he was supported that he was being thought about that that he could do this and they really provided this sort of boost of of hope and confidence um, and just encouragement to get through whatever was next so that kind of became, that connection was so strong to him that when he finally left his room and being pushed around in his wheelchair, he noticed so many patients did not have that level of support. And so, you know, he didn't really ask if he could do it. He just felt like it was the right thing to do. So he started delivering flowers to people from his wheelchair. And that was really sort of how this this wonderful idea began of making an impact on someone's healing process and recovery process. And, and it's not about curing a disease or putting food on the table. It's really about meeting someone where they're, where they're at during a very hard time and saying, I don't know you, I don't know the history, but I care about you. And flowers are such a universal language. Um, we give flowers for so many reasons. You don't have to even speak the same language. If you walk in with a bouquet of flowers, that beautiful smile, all the, the language you need, the words you need. So that's sort of the, the inspirational part of how we started. What we didn't realize was sort of the business side of it and the, you know, the partnerships that would come on, the the other sorts of needs in the community that would be addressed organically through this organization. And that's been really the fun thing to kind of see evolve over the past 10 years. Sure. Also, on the back end for the volunteers, it's also a very enriching experience Absolutely. for them too and healing. So it almost seems like this whole mission really does come full circle. It does. It's really that person getting the 
bouquet is like the drop in the pond and then the ripple effect is the volunteers the caregivers the you know the janitors in the nursing homes everyone is touched by this and it is a very simple mission but the the impact is quite profound absolutely i had the pleasure to volunteer with random acts of flowers a couple of years ago in one of the hospitals downtown my job was delivering the flowers to the patients and just to see the smile on their faces and the surprise and like that notion that someone cares about them even though it was a stranger um, was really really rewarding and I could tell that the hospital was extremely appreciative of you guys coming in as well. Back to the volunteers. Um, We've told our listeners a lot of juicy stuff about how amazing your organization is. Can we get into the nitty gritty about all the different ways that people can start getting involved with Random Acts of Flowers? Sure. So there, like I said, we're a staff of two and a half. We couldn't do anything here without our volunteers. Give their blood, sweat, and tears and are amazing. So anything, anytime anyone wants to give something to Random Acts of Flowers, we try to welcome it and put them in the right position. So volunteers do everything from picking up flowers in the community to pulling everything apart and prepping them to creating new bouquets delivering floor by floor room by room throughout hospitals and nursing homes and we also have some leadership positions that we've developed in committees the first step though is we have an information session um, so you can sign up for that on our website and you just you know click on there and come for a half an hour or 45 minutes and learn about the different shifts how often you want to volunteer We tell the story about Larson, um, and just so people kind of understand what our culture is like before committing. And we're not, unlike a lot of other organizations, we really don't ask for much in terms of, you know, time commitment. So a lot of our volunteers, they might be gone during the winter, or if they just want to volunteer maybe once a month or every other month, we welcome that. Sure. And do you guys have an age requirement? We typically work during the day, so that does kind of prohibit some students to volunteer. But we do have volunteer opportunities in the evenings, primarily our shifts are best geared towards 16 years old and above. So work from home moms could come, retirees could come, then even are there some weekend opportunities that mother and daughters could come or their whole families could sign up? We do have some events that are coming up, but right now we don't have any weekend shifts just because it is the two of us. We would like to future have family days and have those kind of quarterly. Um, We're just not quite there yet. Okay. (laughs) And what hospitals do you currently serve? Goodness. So we serve about 22 total. So in Chicago alone, we serve Rush, UIC, Shriners, Children's Hospital, Northwestern, present Saints Mary and Elizabeth, present St. Joseph, Norwegian American, Swedish Covenant. Wow. And I feel like there's many, many one, more. Many, many more. And you also have a national outreach. So you have different random acts of flowers spread out throughout the nation. Could you yes. tell our listeners aren't listening in the state of Illinois that want to get involved someplace else? Sure. So Larson is still um, the head sort of uh, in our Knoxville national office. They kind of take care of a lot of the, the back end stuff so we can do what we do best here locally. He works with larger strategic partners, they cover our insurance and all that good stuff. And so we have a branch in Knoxville. We also have a branch uh, in Tampa Bay. Then there is us, of course. And then we also have a branch that launched about a year ago in Indianapolis. So what are some upcoming immediate volunteer opportunities they can start getting involved with? And what opportunities that they can look forward to in the future? Well, there are so many ways to get involved with Random Acts Flowers, even if you can't come and volunteer on a regular basis. If you want to volunteer, though, however, we do have some upcoming info sessions that you can see on our website. The other thing 
that people seem to do and, and really enjoy are collecting vases for random acts of flowers. You know of a canned food drive, but we always need vase donations um, because we're serving about 500 people a week. So that's 500 vases that we're tr constantly recycling and repurposing. So if you want to drop off vases or collect vases for us, we can help you do that. We'll give you a toolkit. But upcoming, we've got some fun stuff going on. For one thing, on August 9th, we have a flowers after hours here, which is sort of a fun after hours activity where we close down the workshop and we open it up for you know food and drinks and people can come and we'll teach you how to floral arrange and then you can make one bouquet to keep and then one bouquet will be created for us to then deliver to nursing home residents so it's a really fun way it's kind of modeled after those BYOB painting classes but it's 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 fun it's a new skill you you know all creativity levels are welcome but you're also giving back to the community as well after that we are looking at a Veterans Day and a holiday opportunity to serve people. So we'll be delivering to um, a lot of veterans in the area. And then over the holidays, we're going to try something new this year and order poinsettia plants for people. And then, and that way we can, you know, control the inventory a little bit more, but really make sure that, that as many people as possible who might be celebrating the holidays in a hospital or a nursing home are remembered. Um, and, you know, we can just share a little extra love with them. I love that. Where can our listeners find all of this information? So I think the best thing is our website and our Facebook posts. So our website is rafchicago.org, and then our Facebook is just Random Acts of Flowers Chicago. As we come to conclusion here with our show, can you maybe share with our volunteers what your greatest volunteer moment was, or maybe something someone else experienced with Random Acts of Flowers? Sure. So I think for me, recently we did something a little bit different. We've done it. We've been trying a couple new things recently. We we're just starting a, a program that engages students called Hope Blossoms. And so we did floral arranging with the kids as part of their social emotional wellness learning curriculum. I got down and dirty with some seniors and planted some amaryllis bulbs around the holidays. And it was just a really touching time to kind of just be with them and plant a gorgeous bulb and I was so excited about it too because afterwards we learned that and if you don't know what an amaryllis bulb is it's those gorgeous sort of holiday plants that just sort of grow slowly but then can be up to three you know feet tall sometimes and have these beautiful big blooms that last for quite a while it's usually a plant that blooms over the holidays but anyway sorry I can digress about plants we took these plants to a nursing home where people were you know really might have been feeling lonely or having a hard time. A woman I spoke to was telling me that she felt incarcerated and that her family is not able to visit her as much as she would like. And it was really touching for me to just enjoy spending time with her. It's, it's just, it's hard to describe. It was just, you know, it's part of life where you make connections and interact with people. And I was so excited to learn later that they were having growing contests with their plants and bringing them back downstairs. And that was really a cool thing for me. Yeah, very special. So I always like to end my show with asking my guests if they had a quick community care tip that they could share with our listeners that we could do in everyday life. And this is actually a hard question. If you think about what are the like quick things that I can do, and I immediately I'm like, well, don't honk my horn so much <laughs> or, you know, driving in the city. Um, I think a big one for me is I think just eye contact. It's very small interaction, but it shows like I, I'm a human, you're a human, I recognize you, and 
hello, <laughs> that it doesn't have to be these deep, profound things where you spend all your money or you give all your stuff. I know for me, I, I always enjoy like walking my dog and just saying hi to people. And it's hard to describe because it doesn't sound very important or impactful, but I think it truly is. It really is. And it doesn't matter what size, shape, color, or economic status you come Absolutely. from. If you're walking past a patient room or you're walking across the street from a homeless person, it's that connection. It's yep. that you are human. We are family. We're in this together. Absolutely. Is there anything else you would like to share with our listeners today about random acts of flowers that we may have missed? Well, thank you so much for having me on the show and getting a chance to talk a little bit about Random Acts of Flowers. We're three years old in Chicago and just so excited to to be here and do what we do and grow and evolve um, and, and learn more how to bring hope and healing to people. Really, we have oftentimes more flowers and places to serve and um, people who want to volunteer than we know what to do with and we're always sort of pivoting to to respond to the growth but really kind of our greatest need right now is you know like many other nonprofit organizations we just need funding to keep the lights on to keep the truck on the road um, so there are so many ways to support the organization even if it's as small as you know five dollars and forty cents which is what it costs to serve one person so we have our you know private flowers after hours we have different ways to get involved if you want to sponsor a floral therapy program we, we take the show on the road to teach floral arranging there's so many ways to get involved and we're we're so happy again to be here and welcome you know everyone's involvement and um you know our our vision is to inspire a culture of care and compassion and that takes the village so join us and your time will certainly be well spent this is such a beautiful organization i cannot stress that enough and andrea i have so much appreciation and gratitude for you for taking a few minutes out of your day to educate our listeners about all the special things that you're doing for our community and most importantly thank you so much for your service pleasure to be on your show well That's a wrap, friends. If you want to find more information on how to volunteer with Random Acts of Flowers, be sure to visit their website at randomactsofflowers.org. There are so many incredible ways to get involved. There's a lot more fun to be had, so make sure you tune in to the next episode. And thank you so much for listening. And as always, let's take care of one another.